Welcome to Works in Theory Podcast, the podcast where we read theory so you don't have to. This is our season one finale episode. We decided we'd just get together and reflect a little bit on the first season of this podcast and what we learned, what we liked about it, what we might do differently in the future, etc. We got some questions in mind, but I think we're just going to sort of have a uh, open conversation here. Oh, by the way, I'm Nate and I'm joined by Tom. Hey, hello. And and Alicia. Greetings. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we made a season of a podcast. None of us have ever done anything like this before, so it's been an interesting experience. That's not entirely true. I think, Alicia, you did some sort of a teaching thing. I, 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 I mean, kind yeah. of remember you talking about this. Oh, I've, like, I've, you know, I did, like, some education, like, based stuff, and I have... I was on a radio show for a couple of years and we like casually podcasted, but it was nowhere near as serious as we're trying to make this. Yeah. I just wanted no. to give credit. Oh, merci. Yeah, well, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely it's been a lot of learning what goes into doing something like this. It's, it's been interesting, you know, listening to other podcasts when people talk about podcasting and talking about it as labor and I think some of it isn't as laborious, but some some podcasts definitely just scheduling, right? Scheduling anything is hard. So starting from scheduling and imagine the amount of compounding things you have to figure out from there. Yeah, for sure. And especially for this particular podcast where it's not just that we have to find a time to meet and then actually meet, but of course we have to do like the homework in between. We actually have to read the piece and not just read it, but like come up with notes and think about what exactly we want to talk about. We do a lot of prep for the episodes, but also at the same time, it feels like a lot of our conversations were like fairly off the cuff, unstructured. Like we mm -hmm. have notes, but we we didn't want to write a whole script because of especially once we realized like how much labor it is, you know, reading and getting organized and making a date for things and even yeah trying to get our thoughts down going as far as writing out a script is just more intense than we had space for but i think that that works out fine like it's it's a skill in itself trying to make a conversation flow well, yeah i, no. <laughs> I, I think yeah. mutual aid i think the first episode of mutual aid we might have written like closer to a full script I think I was actually, the way I remember it was I was leaning into, like, I would like to know exactly what I'm going to say. We quickly abandoned that because it was just so much work to, like, think about every point and how you want to present it. So, yeah, we quickly shifted to, let's just try to take some general notes and discuss them a little bit and then do it kind of on the fly. We're still definitely working on on that. Hopefully it's not too unstructured or random seeming i guess so maybe let's talk about some of the episodes that we've done we've done about 10 episodes starting about eight months ago and uh, just like what what we liked what some of our favorite episodes were maybe even what some of our favorite uh works were and why i think that the, the best episodes in my opinion that we've done so far are the ones that are sort of like 
just generally about like anarchist theory or worldview. And what I'm thinking about specifically are the Kropotkin episodes and the Graeber episodes. We started out by doing Mutual Aid, A Factor of Evolution by Peter Kropotkin. And then a little bit later in the season, we did some episodes. Oh, no, actually, immediately after that, we did some episodes on some short works by David Graeber. And coincidentally, these are also, I think we discovered, our like most downloaded and listened to episodes. And I think that it may be the same reason that I like them the most, which is that it is, you know, because of our format where we're like reading these works and then sort of just discussing them, you know, rather than like going point by point. I think that these episodes that are more on a general worldview, you know, I would say the Graeber episodes were about like what anarchism is and the Kropotkin episodes are, you know, sort of trying to change the general way you think about life and evolution. And I don't know, you see what I mean? Sort of like a grand theory like that. And I think that lends itself to this sort of discussion where we are having our minds changed. Maybe the audience is having their minds changed, or at least like that we're bringing up these sort of interesting new ways to think and having little discussions about them. What do you all think? I, I agree. I'm curious why like, I have the same sentiment, but I don't know why I don't feel that way necessarily about, like, our education stuff. Because that was a lot of new information that I'd not really considered as well. I, I guess when it came to the education, maybe it was, like, because it was, like, yeah, I largely agree with this, but the perspective doesn't really help me change, like, foundational ideas. Like, it's a lot of chicken and the egg as to how education will be solved. Maybe I don't place enough emphasis on it. Maybe it's something on my own. Let's cut all of that. It's rambly as hell. <laughs> no, I think that's actually a good point. And if I can get like a little even behind the scenes here, we had uh, an episode planned for the end of this season that I think that we're going to end up scrapping. Maybe we'll add it on to the beginning of next season or something. Maybe not. That was similar to the education episodes. It was on a work that I feel like was more like problem and solution. I, I think we all agreed that we had like some trouble getting through that, maybe uh, some trouble thinking of how we would present it. I know a lot of our discussions surrounding it were like, well, we just sort of agree. And here's a bunch of examples about you know proving the point that we agree with. And I, I wonder if maybe there's something to that, that like those sorts of episodes that are about, again, I, the way I said it earlier, it was problem and solution versus like general worldview are just maybe not as suited to our style. Because maybe the way that those episodes would be better presented is like just a list of examples, which again, at that point, just read the book. Yeah. <laughs> Although don't read the book. Listen to our podcast instead. Yeah, it's kind of both, right? Like it's, I think it could be useful to maybe remember those works that we read that because they do still bring substance to that worldview with the ones that you were describing from Kropotkin and Graeber, where it's like higher level, just like how the world is thinking kind of stuff. Like, yes, it's easier to have a broad scope conversation and maybe bring in things that folks aren't thinking about or like add to thoughts. But with the education episodes and the mysterious unreleased <laughs> work that was not named, which I don't know, maybe listeners have read it but yeah with those ones we talked a little bit about like the idea of an evergreen kind of podcast and those works kind of are not like they don't really fit mm -hmm. that right like there were so many very specific examples i guess with our theory bites like certain the ones that we did aspects of those were like fairly generalized but obviously like had their historical context i think for me i have a few different like maybe 
ways that I would define my favorite episode or book. Uh, Mutual Aid is probably at the top just because it's a very like, here's a way to like reframe the whole world. (laughs) And yeah, I like that kind of thing. Broad strokes, not super detail-y, but you know, has to be still true. Like it can't just be fantasy, although fantasy, you know, fiction is great. But as far as something like that, it's just nice to have something that really, I I don't want to say like blows your mind, but that book made a huge impact on me to the point where whenever I hear people talking about human nature, I'm just like, I wish people would stop talking about human nature. It's not, I don't think it's a thing. Like, I think we're shaped so much more by our environment and by experiences that, and, and we are better creatures than other animals, you know, in the sense that we can talk and we can think and we can figure things out. We don't need to rely on the idea of human nature at all to determine things. And it was nice because then I don't just think that because, well, I thought of it on my own or whatever. I I have something that I feel like I can reference and say, this person went out into the wild and shows how we can evolve differently. We can live different lives based on animals and based on history, but kind of like giving a context to it. This is one of those things that no one tells you about podcasts unless you know, but like, you know, trying to think about our listeners, our audience. Yes, you, whoever you may be. You know, Kropotkin is like a foundational anarchist writer. So having Kropotkin episodes they were very popular. Like, let's just say it. Those are some of our most downloaded episodes because there is sort of like, a oh, who is this guy? It's a name that people know, right? Mm-hmm. It was a little tougher for us as well because like it was just written so long ago. Like the writing was just so wacky and like rambly and like so much to digest. But also like Tom was saying, you know, really foundational and so cast aside historically. But, you know, the other ones that are really fun is like Graber is such an important contemporary writer and so easy mm-hmm. to read and so clearly explained and that kind of thing. So like those kind of thoughts are and conversations are like super fun as well. Cause just like anything we have to make choices, like by choosing to read a certain author, we are also choosing not to read another author. Yeah, for sure. I'd be interested what you all and and here I'm turning to the audience, what you all in the audience think about uh, some of the stuff we're discussing and you know, what your favorite episodes were and, what kind of episodes you'd be interested in in the future. And if you're listening to this, just go ahead and, I don't know, I actually guess I don't know if there's a comment option on the website, but uh, if not, go to our Twitter uh, at Works Theory Pod or our, our Instagram or Facebook at Works and Theory Podcast and let us know what you think. Yeah, there um, there is not a comment option. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> that would be yeah, so that's fine. There are so many like, other ways to reach us. Yeah. So unfortunately, sorry to the listeners, (laughs) but yeah, join the conversation, engage. I kind of want to pivot to the next topic unless Tom, did you have something else you want? I wanted to also say, I really liked the cartographer wasps and the anarchist bees collaboration we did with left shelf because I thought it was just a lot of fun. I was very excited that somebody wanted to talk to us and like, it was a cool, really cool piece and that holds a special place in my heart. So. That's that's yeah, like for sure. one of the the lenses, right? Where it's like, well, I like mutual aid because of the way it made me think about things, and I like the anarchist bees one because it was just so much fun. Yeah, different for reading a fictional piece, but also like 
really touching on another important aspect of even doing this podcast in the first place is, you know, making real connections with people and reaching out to other folks who are doing similar work. Like, I'm so excited Mm. for other collaborations that we have happening. So fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Alicia, did you have a favorite uh, book or episode, though? Because I don't know if you technically said. Ooh, I don't think I technically said. Was I trying to dodge that? I kind of think I was trying to dodge that. <laughs> um, and you almost got along with Yeah, that. no, I'm here with the spotlight. If not for those meddling kids. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I loved the theory bites. I really liked being able to just like digest and process through a smaller piece of work because I'm going to keep, you know, getting used to it and whatever, but having read through you know like a 300 page book or whatever it is and then trying to digest that down it's so fucking hard it's not been you know i I went to university sure but like i wasn't good at it and i didn't do essays a lot so like (laughs) you know it's just fucking hard like those are skills that i am in awe of folks that can do like honestly yeah with the collaboration with the left shelf they taught me so much it was so good but yeah i really (laughs) liked the theory bites education is like a passion of mine even though i i get where tom is coming from with it being super niche and hard to get people going about that was really fun for me graver's also awesome i don't know there was a lot of fun yeah. it's good <laughs> i am looking forward to like yeah, to choose out. a favorite I, it's like choosing between your ugly little children <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm, I'm looking okay. forward to mapping out uh, our next season and coming up with uh, ways that we can balance all of the different things that we like about this season and just making them even better or something like (laughs) yeah i love growing i love you know making it work it's gonna be fun cool so that's like kind of a segue maybe into um the next thing i was wondering about which is where we want to go in the next season and in the future obviously we touched on this somewhat in saying what we liked about this past season but is there anything maybe that we didn't touch on that, that you all are hoping to see in the next season, maybe not necessarily just an improvement or more of one particular type of thing, but something we haven't done any of or a new twist or angle on the show. I, I am hoping just, I, I think like multiple areas of it that I think we can, we can fine tune, right? I want to make shorter episodes. I want to make more high quality production value stuff, have like music and maybe even I, I am a huge fan of doing comedy stuff. And we've talked a little bit about seriously wrong before how it was kind of like the, the, the progenitor is that I guess the word for this, their style of, of show really resonates with me. It's kind of what gets me through a lot of stuff. And so personally, like, I, I don't know if I'm going to end up, making a different podcast or something at some point because i want to do like humor but i don't know how that fits into this (laughs) and it's so difficult so i don't want to lay that on top of you know on top of what is already a really hard podcast to make i feel like our format now is actually very good and so like tweaking it would be would be maybe a mistake but anyway definitely you know just try to figure out how we can add more music and things that would make it listenable i guess yeah i like that definitely you know like again we've with the exception of alicia like we don't have a lot of experience in this area so (laughs) you know it's so far it has been sort of basic we've been sort of figuring it out as we go and yeah i I agree that i look forward to uh just refining it and you know making a more high quality production for our listeners in the future okay alicia now you have to go 
I've got so many things swimming around in my head right now. There are lots of things that I'm excited about. I'm really interested in tightening down process and coming up with like questions that we can discuss around different pieces. I'm also really interested in our in our joining of CZN, the Channel Zero podcast network, and how that can help us out. I just love collaborating and working with people. So I think I'm totally interested in reading, obviously, like that is an interest. But like also the community building aspect of podcasting is like really important. So I'm excited to like explore that a little bit more do more collaborating, run more ads for CZN and get folks like engaged in different aspects of like Mm -hmm. anarchist thought too, that there's just so much value that everyone's bringing. Yeah. I'm, I'm same, same. The CZN thing is super cool and very excited that they allowed us to uh, join their network because it's just, it seems huge to me. Yeah, definitely. Here we are just like some small scrappy podcast and we've been accepted into the folds of this just really excellent network of anarchist and and liberatory podcasts, you know, a lot of which I I loved before we joined and a lot more of which I've come to listen to and really love since joining. So I don't know if you all had anything else uh, in particular you wanted to talk about. I had one sort of final question that I, I wanted to end on, but I thought I would wait and see. If you all had anything else you want to touch on. I did want to give like some shout outs, I guess you'd call them. I don't know if that's a dated term now or whatever. I feel very old. I don't know what people say on the internet anymore. Props? Is props <laughs> the thing? Or is that old now too, right? See, Tom, now you sound old. You should just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I am so appreciative of Allison editing our shows of Wolg for giving us that awesome theme song for all the people, Ursula and Mass. People in our Discord, we have a small Discord that we collaborate just for making the show in, and everyone giving us amazing insight and suggestions and just being supportive. So, like, I, I hope I'm not leaving anyone out now. And, of, of course, Nate and Alicia, thank you for doing this with me. But... Yeah, just I wanted to make sure that I I wanted to say thank you to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for saying that because you're absolutely right. Whenever I hear our theme song when I'm listening back to our episodes, I'm like, my God, I'm on a podcast that has a theme song (laughs) (laughs) and it's just so cool. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, thanks to Wolg for that. Um, And yeah, thanks to Enmas and Ursula and especially Allison for helping us go back and forth on ideas for this podcast and for, of course, Allison for editing it. I guarantee you, listeners, if it wasn't for those folks, this would be a much shittier production. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it would not sound off as good as it ends up sounding. Yeah, if we're making podcasting sound heard, <laughs> oh, imagine it without all of those other behind-the-scenes folks. And we don't even have a big production. It's just like a small group of passionate folks who wanted to make this happen. Absolutely. And, and thanks also, of course, to our listeners, especially. I know there's a handful of people on Twitter and such that I recognize from the Seriously Wrong Discord who do a lot of work boosting our episodes and, and things like that. I don't think we'd have as wide as a, a reach if it wasn't for those folks. So just to round things out here, I wanted to sort of do a reflection. Um, longtime listeners of the show will know that we started with sort of episode zero where we talked about who we were and especially like what our hopes and goals for this podcast were. And I just kind of want to reflect back on that and, you know, talk about whether we think we've accomplished those goals or, you know, maybe what we could do 
to better accomplish those goals or what new goals we might have. So in a way, we're going to ask if works in theory podcast works in theory <laughs> or not. Does anybody uh, really want to start? I listened back to our episode zero a little bit and it was it's it's funny. I just feel like I went into it like, yeah, this is, you know, we're just going to like do a thing and it's going to be like chill and easy and good. And like in some ways it has been fun. Obviously, like we do this for fun. This is a hobby. We don't get paid. We don't you know, it's like we, we want to be doing this, which is like the passion that needs to continue happening for us. Right. Yes. But there have been like so many challenges that were like kind of, unf- I mean, obviously like weird life things and the world is on fire and like politicians suck and like all of those things. Like the fact that we're all in different like geographic places, but are all, you know, being impacted by a lot of the same and different things and the way that that has fucked with our like production capabilities on this wonderful hobby project that we have and we are passionate about and want to con- continue doing was like, unforeseen in our like wonderfully wholesome episode zero so that's a really funny like a retrospective i think <laughs> definitely yeah it's it's been it's been a struggle sometimes but you know we did start this podcast like in 2020 basically right at the you know height of coronavirus when things started really going downhill this has been you know we were so we were talking about wanting to spread the word about like niche ass anarchist theories and engage in conversation around them and just like make that more accessible. I think we've we've really touched on the episodes that were more successful and like the direction that we want to go there and like the things we want to avoid and what we've learned. So yeah, I think that's a huge success and I'm glad that we like had the little idea of doing this loop episode for the last one. It's been a while since I listened to episode zero. I, I meant to listen to it before recording so I could get to more To be fresh, honest, Tom, I, I only listened to it because you said you were going to be late for this meeting. That's like the <laughs> amount of time that I was listening to. <laughs> cool. That's perfect. It all works oh, out. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that extra little slice of time. <laughs> so the way I remember it was Nate and Alicia were both like, I want to make the world a better place and make it so that people have <laughs> tools to to deal with the coming problems. And mine was like, I want to be a better person. I want to better myself. I felt kind of bad when I immediately realized like, that's kind of selfish. Like I was just like, I could read books on my own. People don't need to hear what I have to say about it. But my perspective has shifted some to where it's very confusing because, you know, there's, there's kind of a constant battle over what is effective and what can you actually consider praxis, right? What can you actually consider as to what to doing something and this podcast, I hope, leads towards better, at least people thinking about stuff. That's all that I really want. I don't even, you know, people are obviously not going to agree or think the same things that I think, but people aren't even thinking about these things is how it feels. That's what I think, like, my new focus is with the show is like, it sounds so silly because uh, the right has co-opted so much of this, right? Of just like the idea of like, people need to really, you know, have a, there needs to be a marketplace of ideas and like need to have these discussions that whatever. I don't think people talk very openly about anti-capitalism and about how terrible capitalism is besides within the left. And it's kind of an echo chamber. So like if I could spread this to more people that just 
don't think about any of that and just kind of like have an ideology set and they don't even know it because that's who I was for a very long time. That's that would be like my goal. And then also having fun is nice, too. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with everything you all said. I think back in episode zero, I like Tom, you briefly mentioned, I said something about like just giving getting these ideas out to people and just having them available for people who wouldn't have them otherwise because they wouldn't read the books. And something you said earlier in this episode, Tom, where you said that like now you can't even hear about human nature without thinking about mutual aid. If we can turn people into that, then and then we've then we've been successful. And <laughs> I think that we we have to some extent. I've seen comments uh, on Twitter where people have uh, tagged the podcast account where they've like referencing like some like Graeber quotes, for instance, that I've always loved, you know, since I first read them. But they're like saying, oh, man, I heard this awesome quote on at Works Theory Pod. When I see that, I'm like, well, that's like exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> you know, we're getting these ideas out to people. I, I think that's great. And I hope that we can just expand our reach in the future. And even if we don't change minds, at least, you know, get these ideas into people's heads so that they can use them or not use them as the situation demands. I think something else we talked about in episode zero was the idea that like these ideas are not necessarily new and just mm -hmm. like being a part of a broader conversation, whether that is like, you know, getting those spicy ads, not spicy, like good spicy, you know, like the good spicy ads on Twitter that are like, look, I heard this on works in theory and that's always really fun. But like connecting to broader intergenerational conversations and like historic conversations about liberation and the ways that those ideas shift and are implemented over time. Definitely. Well, this has been great, guys. Uh, do you all have any uh, like final thoughts you want to you want to say here before we sign off? I think everyone should log off of Twitter, except for when you're talking to our podcast or one of us. I want okay, to yeah. hear a lot of feedback from our listeners, but I don't think anyone should use Twitter except for doing that. Oh, <laughs> Twitter. We hate it. We do hate it. Everyone log off. We always go back. Yeah. I think that's a great final way to end our season. <laughs> don't use Twitter. Listen to Works and Theory <laughs> podcast. I want to thank you both again. This has just been like an awesome experience. And, uh, I don't know if we said this during the episode, but none of us knew each other before we started. But we found we found each other through the seriously wrong Discord, and we uh, just decided we should make a theory podcast, yeah. and we did it. So, <laughs> congratulations to both of you and to me on <laughs> on a, a season in the yeah. can. Yeah, it, it is really cool that we didn't know each other. I feel like to a, a huge degree, we still don't know each other super well, and and I think that's that's pretty cool. Like it's a thing I think that we probably all gone through our whole lives with the internet is just having random friends you've never met and never seen or whatever. But one of the things I do like is hearing from other people when they say like, they just assume that we were friends or something, because I guess that we have decent chemistry or whatever. So they're like surprised that we don't really, we didn't really know each other before this. I think that's a neat, that's a neat aspect. There's no one else I'd rather make a podcast with than you too. Oh, wow. Thank you. Wow. Same. <laughs> All right, everyone. Th thank you so much for listening to this episode. And thank you for listening to our first season. And if for some reason you're listening to this and haven't listened to our first season, I don't know what you're doing, but go back and listen to our first season. And I look forward to, to talking with you two in season two and to having this discussion with our listeners. Like we said, in the meantime, if you uh, want, please like reach out to us at Works Theory Pod on Twitter. 
Works in Theory on Facebook and Instagram. And we have a website, worksintheorypodcast.com. Let us know what you liked about the first season, what you hope to see in the second season, or just congratulate us. We are happy to hear that too. So uh, with that, I think that's the end of Works in Theory season one. Communism works in theory.